I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast was recorded on Rwandari land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and to the traditional owners of the game Mangrook, without which our game wouldn't exist. This is Footy Actually, brought to you by Play On Radio. Hello and welcome to Footy Actually, the alternative listening footy podcast for diehard fans. My name is Kel Rowe and I'm here with my co-host Gemma Bastiani, AFLW analyst extraordinaire. How's it going, Jen? Pretty good. We're going to talk about a great team today. Oh, this wouldn't be one of your favourites, would it? Can anyone guess? It's clearly Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no one here to guess. (laughs) Um, That's right. We're going to preview Melbourne uh, ahead of the 2022 season of the AFLW. Melbourne finished fourth on the ladder with a percentage of 130.4 and they lost the preliminary final to Adelaide. How do you reckon they'll shape up this year? Well, from a personal perspective, I want to mention that the two teams I follow, so Melbourne in the AFLW mm-hmm. and Sydney in the AFLM, mm-hmm. both got knocked out of their final series despite having more shots on goal than the opposition. They just weren't accurate enough to make it uh, work. So that's my lot in life is to follow teams that can't kick straight. Um, <laughs> that's some uh, serious hoodoo. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, made me feel good. Yep. Well, what's following a football team without a bit of angst, right? (laughs) So we're in the off-season right now uh, and we've had our trade and draft periods. Who was your trade highlight for the Ds? For Melbourne, it was was effectively getting Taylor Harris and Talia Gillard for pick 32. They essentially gave up pick 32 and got both of those players into the club. So it's pretty impressive. Carlton had effectively played their hand with the Harris situation, meaning they couldn't really play hardball. Um, when it came to a trade. So Harris landed at the Demons for very little. Um, I think she'll thrive in Melbourne's forward line because it's a different makeup of a forward line. So um, this isn't anything negative about Carlton. I think they've got some really strong forwards, some really incredible forwards. But Harris was the marking target in that forward line. Whereas at Melbourne, there's Shelley Scott, there's Jackie Parry, there's Alyssa Bannon, there's... Kate Hoare, 
there's a whole bunch of players that can go into that for Eden Zanka, go in there and be the key forward marking target. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not all on Harris all the time. And yeah. I think maybe that will see her thrive a little bit more than what she did this year. Yeah, absolutely. Like it might open her game up a little bit and give her a chance to play the kind of football she wants to. I have chosen Liv Purcell. She'll likely debut for the D's in February um, due to the rehab timeline on her ACL. But after three years at Geelong, she was keen for more than what the Cats could offer. Mm. I'm a big believer that happy footballers make for better footballers. So I reckon Melbourne should give herself the team success that she's looking for. And her ability to play as a competitive on board will be the payoff uh, for Melbourne. Much like Taylor Harris, you know, a new environment to thrive in, I think goes a long way to someone's football development. So exciting to see what what both of them will be able to do. I think with Purcell as well, there's no rush to bring her back from that ACL injury. No. She's not a required player for that midfield to function. So they don't have to rush her. Her rehab can take as long as it needs to. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, Maddie Gay, Tyler Hanks, Karen Paxman, there's so many players in that Eden Zanka. There's so many, like, she keeps being the one that I add at the end. <laughs> um, there's so many players that can go through that Melbourne midfield that it's not essential that she's there. Which is is really nice. The pressure's off and, and ultimately that's that's going to be great for her. Yeah. Who was your draft highlight? Uh, Georgia Campbell going for pick 41 nationally, which was 24 in Victoria. Um, an absolute steal for the father-daughter selection. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs also had claim to her um, and wanted her. But once she nominated Melbourne, the deal was effectively done. She's a 182-centimetre key forward, um, and she adds to the longer-term depth for Melbourne's key forward stock. So, you know, Shelley Scott, she's closer to the end of her career than she is to start. Start to see how that forward line can turn over. Yeah. Um, And Georgia Campbell is very much part of that. That future transition. And she'll be wearing the number one, which was Tegan Cunningham's number. Nice. Nice. Mm. Well, I've chosen Talia Gillard. She's one of the tallest players in the AFLW. Well, do you want the exact on that? Yeah, I'd love it. So the two tallest currently listed players in the AFLW are both at the Ds, Talia Gillard being one mm-hmm. and Maggie Karras being the other, both 190 centimetres. Um, the tallest player to ever play or mm-hmm. be listed uh, was Erin Hoare, who also played a year at Melbourne. She's 194 centimetres. But, yeah, they're currently, Talia Gillard and Maggie Karras, currently the tallest players in the comp. So, well, it's no surprise then that she's been developed as a ruck during her time in the NAB FLW Academy. She's still quite young, though. So mm-hmm. she, while she might have the height, she won't necessarily have the body strength and the physicality just yet. But that's okay. There's plenty of time for her to grow and grow into that role. And I think it'll be a good foundation doing that at the D's, particularly given, you know, the ilk of her, of her teammates. It'll be a lot of, a lot of opportunity to learn um, from the players around her. Um, also, I, I found this funny little article um, when I was researching her about uh, a little superstition that she has that just born out of something random that happened in a game. But she tucks an orange peel into her sock at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just become a thing that she's done at games since that moment in her junior career. So keep an eye out for a rogue orange peel on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I get the feeling the demons might 
use her in a bit of a defensive role this year. Mm. Um, so watch out for that. She might be lining up at center half back or, or something similar. Um, we'll see what happens. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Any off-scenes and concerns for the Demons? Um, so in 2021, they conceded 10 more points a game uh, than they did in 2020. In 2020, they were the best most stingy defense the competition had seen. So this year they conceded 10 more points a game than they had the previous year. Can they consolidate that defensive group so they don't leak high scores? Because we know percentage is significant in AFLW thanks to the shorter seasons. Mm -hmm. So having a strong defensive performance, so limiting the scoring of your opposition is really key to success and progression in AFLW. So that's, that's my one concern with them. Yeah, well, I guess I'm concerned about Daisy's knee. She's. <laughs> I feel like and I feel like I'm not alone in that. She's had a a, a good rehab period in the off season. Um, obviously, was they were quite conservative. I think towards the back end of the season about how they used her, knowing that there was a chance that they could crack into finals. Um, but if they didn't, you know, and would she want to go around another year, kind of thing? So I I feel like they managed it quite well from that perspective um but will it hold up and will it hold up long enough for Daisy to, to see a flag for the D's and do you think we'll see the D's play a similar style of play this year yes yeah, so I think the way they've recruited I would expect to see probably more of those long kicks inside 50 to contesting to contested marking forwards but I think getting it there they've had a knack for putting together these quick change of possession. So handballs through the corridor with fast, neat possession um, to runners. So they've, they found runners, they found uh, good users of the ball. Um, and then they have those big marking targets up forward now. So I think that's probably going to be the structure, probably see more of those longer kicks inside 50. Now they have an, an added key marking target in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to seeing those neat passages of play between Paxman and Nithin or Zanka, Pierce and Hanks. It's like <laughs> the depth of their list is pretty amazing, but mm. 
the way that all of those players can kind of connect and link up and push the ball up to the, the forward 50 is, is really incredible. I think in my notes, I said, basically, I'm looking forward to seeing the whole list. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Are the demons the fourth club in my membership wheelhouse? <laughs> Who's your dream matchup for the D's this season? Uh, I mean, it's Western Bulldogs. Um, yeah. It's obviously the Hampson Hardeman Cup. They also kicked 212 against the Dogs last year after after winning the first three uh, rounds, their first mm. three games of the season. They then went out and kicked two goals 12 against the Dogs to lose their first game of the season. You know, that is the kind of loss that I imagine burns in a player. Oh, yeah. And in a side. So I'm interested to see how it... Um, how it comes out I think it should be the season opener uh we will probably mention this again when we talk about the Bulldogs but it should be the season opener I've been on this train for years um I don't like the idea of the AFL trying to manufacture a rivalry between two clubs in the AFLW as the season opener I think they should lean into the ones that have naturally been created through the AFLW and or women's footy and Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs were those two teams that um, two sides that were in those exhibition matches that should be the season open every year. And and I will never stop saying that. That is the hill you will die on. That is the hill I will die on. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I've, I've got it in round one season opener in capitals in my notes. Um, but then as a caveat, not at Casey Fields, maybe Marvel stadium. Yeah, okay, yeah, Casey Fields is pretty bad. Um, Just well, from the, a logistical perspective. <laughs> the, state, the stadium thing is another big question, isn't it, given um, cricket seasons, Marvel Stadium is used for Big Bash. Um, you know, where where do they play? That's the other question. I mean, they're more than welcome to come down to Witten. I won't uh, turn my nose up at that. But it would be nice for them to really, really platform well, a fun fact, um, Melbourne has never had a home fixture against the Western Bulldogs in AFLW. Wow. Never. Let's let's not change that this year. <laughs> and they've played each other five times and Melbourne's never had the home fixture. Wow, that is a, a very one-sided affair. Well, not really. Melbourne's won three of the five. Okay. It's all it all comes out in the wash. <laughs> um you know, they had a bit of a sniff uh, in, in 2021. Do you think yes. Daisy will make the finals? Yes. yes. Um, I think it's now or never for me, really. Um, if you want Daisy Pierce to get that premiership, if you want Shelly Scott to get that premiership, even Karen Paxman, even though she's probably going to be playing longer than the other two, um, it's now or never for Melbourne. And they've recruited that as well. Yeah, it definitely feels like that's what they're building for this season. Um, it's going to be exciting. I really hope that they get in there, particularly for Daisy's sake. She's such a an important player in, in the AFLW. Let's see the Ds in finals. I mean, it would be great if we could have, like, back-to-back finals with the, the men's having taken out the glory. Well, also, you know, for, for my personal benefit, because it's all about me, um, getting a Melbourne flag before I jump ship over to the Swans. Yeah. That's a nice package all wrapped up. (laughs) Speaking of wrapping up, that is a wrap on our preview of Melbourne for the 2022 AFLW season. Uh, If you enjoyed listening to us 
talk about football and would like to find us on the internet, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at rogue underscore Kel. And you can also find at play on radio Mel in there too. Gemma, what's your handle? I'm at GL Bastiani. Come to me to find out that Melbourne is the tallest team on average in the competition next season. They're the kind of stats that you dish out. <laughs> the really golden ones. <laughs> Look, I know that's a joke, but it's true. That's, I did tweet that. <laughs> you talk about the tolls. I'll talk about the orange peels and socks. Yeah, that's a good, good deal. Yeah, that's a good mix. Well, that's it from us for now. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on Footy Actually. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 